When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I'll regret it if I didn't say this. What's the scariest scene in a horror movie? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. That's the question we're asking on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk one zero seven one. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, why are we asking this question? Because uh, who doesn't love a scary movie? And we've all got those scenes that we remember from our favorite scary movies or our least favorite scary movies, frankly. Whether it's the clown scene in Poltergeist when he's looking under the bed and ah! Mm-hmm. The clown starts attacking, uh, or what? Uh, any of a number of scenes, frankly, from Poltergeist. We were talking about this um, before the show today. Dawn and Holly, specifically, I don't remember how we got on the topic, but pretty soon we were just rattling off our favorite scary movie scenes and then playing some of them. One of my, the, the one that still to this day, and I'm if that lovely listener laura is listening she is already oh. sending me an animated gif of of uh the, the subject that drives me up a wall uh-huh. the scene from a movie called fire walk with me based on twin peaks uh where the guy known as bob and if you if you know it you just got a tingle if you don't know it it's basically this creepy dude who represents evil incarnate is like in a room and the girl's going up to the room and she opens the door and she doesn't see anything at first. And then behind the dresser is Bob. And then he starts chasing her. And it's like he just embodies creepy. Um, Anyway, so that was the scene for me. And we were watching these scenes. So I just thought, my God, we could rattle off a number of these. 651-641-1071. What is the scariest scene in a horror movie? We're in the Halloween spirit. I will tell you uh, two spring to mind for me, and they're both completely cliche, right? Like everybody has fears around these scenes, but the shower scene in Psycho always gets me a little creeped out. Well, let's have a listen. Do we have uh, that particular clip available for listening pleasures? We do. Wow! <laughs> And everybody believes that they, you know, see the murder actually happen, but you don't. And it's no. just a testament to the, you know, amazing film work of one Alfred Hitchcock. It's nope. just Kidding. chocolate syrup. That's anyways. all it is. Yeah. Don't worry about it. At the it. the drain when she pulls the thing off, nobody can take a shower. Well, actually, that's not true because I bet there's a whole generation of, ne- uh, of people now who don't have that built-in fear that we all have of, you know, with the shower curtain being closed. Oh, I can't even... Like your kids would have no reference for that is what I'm saying. I Yeah, no, I don't think so. 
I really, we all did. But we and did. And our parents did. And that wasn't even our generation. That was a 1960s uh, film, correct? Yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But I, I, I remember because of that movie, we had at one time some work done on a bathroom in our house. And it was the bathroom where my shower was, where, you know, the kids' shower was. And uh, after the workers came in and did their work in that bathroom and then left, I, I think for probably the next 10 years, I was sure that somebody was watching me. Well, let me put this uh, or put it this way. When I go to the bathroom, I open the shower curtain. Just because you want to make sure. I can relax. Yeah. Okay. You just want to make sure. Whether I'm at my house or your house. <laughs> Let's go to Nicole on the phone. Hey, Nicole. Nicole, what is the scariest horror movie scene? Oh, scary. So scary. She oh, hung up. She hung up. Hey, oh, was we... Nicole even real? I oh. don't know. If she was real, the scene that she said oh. was the moment in The Shining when Shelley Duvall oh. is looking through the transcript oh, and only reads the sentence, oh. all work and no, no play, play makes Jack yeah, a, a dull, dull boy. boy. Oh. Can we... Um, Showtime! Can we... Um, Michael Keaton, not Jack Nicholson. Yeah, but I mean, you knew what I meant. <laughs> Here's Johnny. Let's. Oh, that's right. Here's Johnny. Showtime. <laughs> Can we listen to Firewalk with me? So, oh, sure. Yes. Again, this is Bob. This is the one that creeps. And if you've never seen the movie, I'm telling you, it's one of the scariest movies. I've never seen what? the movie. A whole moment. And it, but you, I feel like I have to see anytime, the whole show first. No, we really. There's also a film uh, while we're waiting. It was another, uh, or it was a David Lynch movie. All right, we're ready. Okay. Here it is. Okay. Scary. Yeah. She's walking. Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, God. It's so <laughs> creepy. And if you see the guy, Bob, there's a whole story about Bob. He's no longer with us. Oh. He was just this, like, unassuming, really nice guy, but he is now burned into the brains of millions of people as, like, one of the scariest individuals of all time. Wow, Bob, wow. Oh, wow, Bob, wow. my gosh. Ew. Okay, sorry. I yeah. haven't ever seen it. Now I just watched yeah. it. That is scary. Oh, but there's another one, and Holly, you would probably know because you're good at recall, but um, it's a David Lynch movie, and there's... Is it Mulholland? Is that Mulholland Drive? Is that a David Lynch movie? Yes. Is it, it is. a like scary movie? No, nah, not really. It's there's kind of a surreal. scary movie where they're like, they're, there's like a scary scene near like a trash can outside or something, a dumpster. I remember that people used to always play and I would just drive me nuts. Anyway, David Lynch is full of scary moments in his movies. Remember Mulholland Drive is the movie that featured the late, great Ann Miller. So Mm. if that helps you out. All right. uh, She was kind of scary. Holly, do you have any off the top of your head? Well, I actually was going to pick The Shining. The entire film is very creepy. But the scene that our listener Nicole picked out with all work, no play makes Jack a dull boy. Okay, can I just I you I know you've never seen this, Bradley, but the original it. Oh, yeah. The first time you see Pennywise. Go evil. No, thank you. Yeah, actually, really, all of the movie is pretty scary. But Tim Curry as Pennywise is like, oh, well, let's listen to Pennywise oh, fine. in the sewer. Okay. Oh, come on, Bucko. Don't you want a balloon? No. We all float down I'm, here. I'm not a fan of clowns. Oh. And again, that clown scene from Poltergeist is one of the main reasons why. Because I remember practically, 
um, passing out when I the first time I saw Poltergeist. Because you had no idea. Oh, well, can I also just say, like, all the scenes of The Exorcist also very frightening? Yes. But not in, like, a... Not like in a boo, what's behind the closet or behind the door. Not in that kind of way. Like in a, oh my gosh, what if that happened to me kind of way. Yeah. Right? Oh God, there's so many scenes in in that movie. The the Omen is another one that's just full of scenes where you're, it's just sheer terror. Damien. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, as we told you before, Kim and Kanye uh, made a visit to Uganda. In fact, actually, I believe they're still there. Um, we just have to kind of break down their conversation with the president of Uganda when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one Oh seven. I wish everybody could have been treated to the dance that Holly was performing in the other room to this song. Um, it just was nice to see you moved in that way, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one Oh seven one. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, we told you already that Kim and Kanye uh, paid a visit to Uganda. Bradley, you also have been to Uganda. Oh, so I'm totally qualified to have this conversation. I mean, I think we're all qualified to have yeah, this conversation. No, for sure. Um, it's just that uh, they, I can tell you, um, I did not have the same experience that Kim and Kanye okay. had. Why don't we talk about what their experience of Uganda was? Most likely, I just want to discuss the fact that uh, of the things that were discussed, Kanye, quote, wants to open a tourism and hospitality school in Uganda. And he said that means he wants the country to be like... Jurassic Park. Uh, Kanye West wants to build a hospitality school in Uganda because he thinks the country should be like Jurassic Park. I'm sorry. Is he does he uh, questions answers? Number one, when he says that, do you get the impression that he's proposing that they I don't know what he wants. I have no idea what he wants. He wants to, you know, at first, you know, I saw that Kanye wants to open a school and I'm like, well, okay, he wouldn't be the first celebrity to open a school in a part of Africa. In this case, you know, Uganda is a wonderful place. I'm telling you, they're a very warm and welcoming people. I mean, he is not the first person to figure that out. I hope, though, that this is not one of those examples where he's just using uh, you know, this moment to sort of self-aggrandize. Would we be surprised? No. But when it comes to setting up, first of all, what the heck does Kanye West know about tourism and hospitality? Hospitality, also, I don't know if you know this, means you're hospitable. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he's been the most hospitable person of late. I everything, Everything, everything about this story is confusing to me. Starting... Starting with, what did, how did this even happen? You know what I mean? Like, how did he... Oh, the trip? Yeah, like, how did he get this sit-down moment? Oh, I'm sure. Well, you know, the rumor is that he got paid for the moment. We talked about a blind item that suggested there was a transfer of funds, mm-hmm. right? Um, at least we were talking about that earlier. So that's possible. But, you know, I mean, I'm... Okay, look, Uganda is trying very hard to get the attention of American tourism, you know, so to that end, it makes perfect sense that they go, well, 
who does everybody talk about over in the United States? Kim Con- and Kanye. Kim and Kanye. Somebody goes, hey, get Kim and Kanye over there. I don't know if you see what they're able to do with other issues. Bring them on over. Well, then you have the reality of actually bringing them over and going like, well, I don't know what we're really going to do with these guys. And Kanye's like, I'm going to, hey, Jurassic Park. I mean, dinosaurs, picture it. We could all ride around in those little hamster balls, look at some dinosaurs. Pretty sure it doesn't work like that. I mean, I know that. (laughs) Do you think Kanye does? So then that's the second part of my... So if, I mean, clearly, clearly, Kanye West can't possibly mean that there will be dinosaurs involved. I'm sure he means treat it like a theme park because he doesn't see things as they really are. He likes to, you know, sort of think big. But then you have to ask yourself the question, then, if it is not going to be a dinosaur Jurassic Park, what is... like? He's literally going to a country and saying, yes, we should send our people from America here and let them walk through your land and look at things like it is there for their visual enjoyment. Kanye wouldn't be the first person to come up with that strategy, um, nor will he be the last. But yeah, no, I mean, I I think I'm sure when he said like, hey, it's going to be like Jurassic Park, President Museveni and all the people around him were probably like, okay, yeah, totally. You should totally tell your friends to come visit. We've got some great places. Uh, They do a wonderful gorilla trek. Everybody seems to love the trek. It's one of the last places in Africa where you can actually get up close and personal with real live gorillas. So that's kind of awesome. But I don't think you need to go full Jurassic Park. No, I just... Ugh. 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 What what else? I just... It just is offensive to me. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's offensive to them. I hope so. I mean, I'm sure it is as well. But... um, yeah. Ugh. Okay. What else did he say while he was there? What else did? Well, I know the thing that you uh, that you brought to our attention earlier was this whole notion of giving sneakers as a gift. So that was, you know, that was the other highlight. Right. Was that Kanye brought? In fact, the president of Uganda said, "I welcome uh, on his Twitter account, I welcome American entertainment stars Kanye West and Kim Kardashian to Uganda. I held fruitful discussions with the duo on how to promote Uganda's tourism and the arts. I thank Kanye for the gift of white sneakers." Enjoy your time in Uganda. Yeah. The white sneakers were Yeezys that were signed by Kanye and Kim. Yeah. Which is the most ridiculous. I mean, that like assuming that somebody wants your dumb shoe with your name on it. No, thank you. Um, Also, this was one of my favorite parts. And this is the headline that you see everywhere is that Kim apparently had to leave or has to leave early. The trip has to leave their trip there early. And uh, she was asked, why do you have to leave early? Mm -hmm. She said, for work. To which the person who invited them there because they're. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Their work, I think, yeah. said, what is it that you do for a living? Which I just loved that. I bet she's never been asked that question. And then I thought, well, I got to know what her answer is because I know what I would say. As a not Kim Kardashian, I would say, well, I got really famous if I were Kim from a sex tape. And then suddenly, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? She did not say that. No, no, I'm sure. You she know, said I have a show. She has a show. Also, the rumor was that the show was filming because why would they miss an opportunity to film for keeping up with the Kardashians when you go? I will say that she doesn't seem to talk about it on her Twitter account. I don't uh, I haven't checked her Instagram account lately. I don't think I follow her, but um, I'm not sure if she's mentioned that trip on her Instagram account, but I find it interesting that she really hasn't been sort of at the forefront. This really seems to be a Kanye-led experience. Right. Instagram stories, she is uh, sharing her experiences oh, well, now in I the need country. To find out where she and is. And they gave, what did they give the people? Shoes? Yes. Yeezys. Yes. You know Why? Because they're not selling enough here, I guess. Well, I mean, there's lots of leftover. They had okay. excess production. I'm making that up. <laughs> when we come back, crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiot. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world's full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Um, Florida. Florida. We can say it, right? Florida. Yeah. Yeah, Florida. Uh, But that's not where we are going first. No. We are going to the UK. Oh, fuck. We are going to um, a school oh. in Derbyshire. Okay. That is where oh, okay. the school had, I just, because I can't believe that in 2018, this is a thing. Um, a group of 15 and 16 year old youngsters in high school will, for the first time, not be able to compete in their annual best bum contest. What? The school. That's a thing? It was, apparently, until this year. Best bum. What is that now? Oh, like rear end yeah. bum, not like hobo. The oh, best. I was like, wow, that's kind of a. Not like the 90s brand bum equipment. Right. Not okay, way correct. To go, Thank Holly. you for Thank that. You. Thank you for Here that. Here I am with a hobo, and you're getting real 90s on me. No. Hey, you're this school. Highfield School has suspended the Best Bums competition, which also asked for nominations for most likely to be a top model or a professional footballer. Mm. Uh, also, Lofty goals. There. Also included... Uh, oh, Best Bum. Yes, Best Bum, Top Model, Best Footballer, uh, most flirty was another category that you could uh, 
you could. They also say for. cleverest. Is cleverest a word? I, I, I mean, don't know why, but I would say most clever. Cleverest. It could be. Yeah, Mount right. Cleverest. Um, yeah. So anyway, no longer can they award 15 or 16 year olds in the year t- 2018 with the best bum. Also, they have couple who never went out. What does that even mean? I think that that just means like two people in who the should have who been should together? have been together. I mean, which is awkward. We did something like this in seventh grade, but I don't feel like it was we I don't think we had best bum. Well, OK, I would like to remind you that we had, you know, um, uh, the prom court, oh, which yeah. frankly is probably one of the most absurd things. If you think about it, because what you're saying is because it was always yeah. like today, it's probably very, you know, very sort of sanitized because, you know, you, you it just seems absurd that you would have like, here are the beautiful people in your school yeah. and here are the ugly trolls. Right. Um, today it's probably like, you know, like I, I'm not even going to say it because in making fun of it, I'm going to probably stick my foot in my mouth, Yeah. but they're like, you know, now you can be a garden variety troll and be, you know, <laughs> like king and queen of, of the high school court. Maybe you think they're looking for more well-rounded candidates and as much, it's not just outer looks, but it's because, inner beauty as well. I thought you were making a best bum competition, uh, reference there, Holly, when you said well-rounded. <laughs> Yeah, that helps, Mm -hmm. generally, depending Uh, on what kind of bums you like. Um, In any case, the stupid thing to me is that in 2018, they were still having this. Well, yeah, just, I I guess it's probably kind of a sign of the times, right? Like, you kind of get it, but at the same time, you're kind of like, I don't know if we're doing that anymore. Like, best looking? Yeah, we're not doing that. Well, didn't you guys have that at the back of your yearbooks with the senior class? I was most likely to be president. Among other things, we did not have dis- that. Should disturb you it does, if you think mildly, about it. Yes. Well, does it though? Well, yeah. Let's not get actually, into a political you, discussion. Thank um, you. I we did we had it in junior high. We did not have it in high school at all. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, we had like several. We had all these dumb ones, like you know, most likely to succeed and most likely to do something with Which their I lives. Which I always hated versus that what, too. The rest of us, yeah, yeah that like most dumb. likely to succeed. What I think that that actually like damaged my psyche in many many ways. Oh yeah, like I wasn't, I'm not successful. Like, what does that even mean? Most likely to succeed mm-hmm. is everybody else going to fail? Yep. I don't get it. Yeah. Anyway. Well, all of these best personality, yeah, the rest of you are, you know, socially awkward. Most hardworking, the rest of you are, you know, layabouts. Um, teacher's pet, okay, so, you know, that's awkward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's the British class system trying to keep you down, kids. That smile. Don't listen. Uh-huh. What if I don't have a smile? What if my lips fell off? Uh-oh. Hate it when that happens. Yeah. So I think most of these are dumb. You should just have like, but then what would you have? That's the other side of the coin, right? Okay, so now you can't have anything. So you're like, best person. No. Uh, How about just encouraging people to say nice up. things to the other to other people? Someone who showed up. Yay. <laughs> Participation. Best participator. <laughs> All right. Go. Really cool person what if you who just can walk gave, down the hallway. What if you just gave awards for people just being average? Uh, I think we already do that, and that's a huge criticism we have of society today, (laughs) is that you're giving your children awards when they don't deserve them. So I guess we're, you might as well just go back to best looking. Best bum. Best bum. (laughs) Oh, we certainly brought that full circle. Most likely to get pregnant before graduation. (laughs) Jeez. All right. 
All right, so, we're in the middle of crazy stupid idiots, by the I, way. I know, no. I mean, I, I kind of feel like, you know, that was that was a fun exercise. It so was. let's go now to I want to tell you about balls. We're just gonna start talking wow, balls. Okay, cool. And All we right. have to go to a private country club to get our uh, ball discussion on here. <laughs> to talk about balls. Yeah. A private we, club? <laughs> the balls. Get it? The private, private club. club. Okay. Private country club uh, and balls. We need to tell you a story about 58-year-old Joseph Kalenda. He was arrested on a warrant last week and charged with second-degree larceny, which just sounds like an old term for, like, stealing a bunch of stuff. He stole a bunch of balls. He is a ball thief. Also my nickname in college. Mm, interesting. Did you get an award for that? <laughs> yes. Best, Best ball, ball thief. <laughs> no, um, they executed a search warrant at Mr. Kalenda's home and found... In excess of 2,500 pairs of balls. Why did he have so many balls? <laughs> what did he do with also, all those I balls? I said pairs of balls. Did you not catch that? I did. Okay. Because balls don't come in pairs. 2,500 balls. But it's the kind of balls that earns him crazy stupid idiot status. Well, I'm imagining they were golf balls. They were golf balls. Okay. But who steals golf balls? <laughs> Why would you steal golf balls? Right. I mean, maybe he plays a lot of golf. I mean, allegedly, probably. However, he was reselling them oh. to a driving range in Groton. I think it's this is Connecticut, Fairfield, and Groton isn't that Connecticut? Anyway, um, he was he stole over twenty five hundred golf balls. Many of them stamped, by the way, with the private country club's logo on them. <laughs> Sold them to a driving range and um, police somehow figured out that uh, these balls were missing and then they started showing up and they followed the ball trail and <laughs> there they, they found Mr. The, Kalenda. They followed the the, bounce, the bouncing balls. Yeah, exactly. So they uh th- by the way these balls were not cheap. Those balls were really expensive. The $10,950 worth of balls. That's a lot. Yeah. You know I mean, I hate this. I hate it when this happens. I mean, he's a criminal. Okay, so I need to preface this by saying that. He's a criminal. Okay. But I'm always fascinated by people who come up with a plan like that. Like, how random is that? I'll get balls from this one country club and sell them to the driving range. Who even thinks of that? I bet he thought he'd never get caught because that's crazy. Yeah, but... The, the idea that not only he would sell stolen balls, sure, but stolen balls with the logo of the place from which he stole them. I mean, that's brazen. Yeah. Or just dumb. And dumb. It's ballsy. Uh, that yeah. is, thank you, Holly, one, for Holly. getting You're us where we needed to be with, with the balls. That. You are, Holly. She's on the you balls. Are, you are. You're on the balls. I always am. I'm just going to let that be. And uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's time to play the throwback live. Yes. 245 every day. We go head to head to see which one of us can identify the most vintage audio. That didn't even make sense, the but it will after audio. this. It will make sense after this on My Talk 1071. 245 every single day on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We play a game, and the game is called the Throwback Live. 
It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Sweet collect. I must break Win just one for the Kipper. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host... Oh, run this Holly Roberts. Bless you, Holly Roberts. Oh, hi. Oh, I'm getting a slow clap from Donnie over here on the other side of the studio. Better than a slow... Oh. That's what he was doing. Here are the rules of the game of the Throwback Live at 245. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. Bradley Trainer. Not yet. The first to identify three correctly wins the throwback live at 245. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Colleen, I win because I followed directions. Well, give it a try, Bradley. Bradley Trainer. Okay, there you go. See, I did it too. Yes, you did. You're so big. So big. Now, we keep Thanks. track of your welcome. Oh, gosh. Stop. Ish. Ew. What? Ish. We keep track of the points here during the throwback live at 245. Mm-hmm. Bradley currently has 71 total victories, and Colleen has 68. Oh, yay for you Mm. and me. Let's Mm -hmm. do this. Mm -hmm. All right. Now I want both of you Mm -hmm. to listen very carefully to this first vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, correctly identify this. (laughs) What the heck was that? Can you do that again? Yes. Should we know what that is? Yeah, it's very um, well known. One more time. I'll give you a hint. It's from a game show. I know. I already know that much. I just can't quite. Oh, um, Colleen, press Col- your luck. Bradley? $20,000 pyramid? Don't have to go too deep. That's from Wheel of Fortune. That's what happens when you really? spin bankruptcy. Oh, that was a good one, but we really didn't do so well. No, that's true. Wheel of losers. We won the jackpot. Is that Pat Sajak making that noise in the background? Oh, no, it's Vanna White. That's oh. the sad part. All right. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Uh, Nobody has a point yet. So we're going to move on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully. Okay. And identify this. I mean... Bradley Trainer. Are you punking us right now? Bradley Trainer. Yes, Bradley. Wally? Oh, 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 I know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. Dang it. Colleen? Oh, God. Can, can I, I hear it again, please? Can I guess again? After Colleen gets a try. Okay. Hurry up and don't get it. I mean, because I feel like you're not going to get it. I have faith in you, but I kind of not for this one. I mean. Oh, man. I hate this. I hate when this happens. I think it's. Um, I think that that is the scene in Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> Okay. I'm just kidding. What is it? Is that Pixar? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. 
Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. These are hard today. Well, sometimes they gotta be hard. Actually, the Wheel of Fortune one was not hard. Stop it. Cute. (laughs) Family program. Mm -hmm. Moving on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Now, nobody has a point yet. Not going well. Now, let's see, Colleen and Bradley, if you can correctly identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. Brother Trainer. Bradley. Uh, That's... uh, Oh, Duracell. Yes! Cup-a-top battery. The cup-a-top battery. I thought I was very close to saying two other things. Uh, Energizer mm-hmm. and Alka-Seltzer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, good thing you went with your instinct, Bradley, <sighs> oh, and you okay. guessed Duracell. Wow, somebody has a point oh, today. Oh, my yeah, God. Live at 245. Oh, let's move on to our third, vin- or excuse me, fourth vintage pop culture. Oh my culture God! Audio okay, clip. okay. This is the fourth vintage wow. pop. Yeah, I know. Woof, We're right? Taking up the joint, big time here. Okay. Oh, here it is, Colleen and Bradley. Correctly, guess this. I love the smell of night. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is uh, Platoon. No! Oh, no! Shootskies. Colleen, is that Full Metal Jacket? No! Donnie, turn on your mic. Wait, what is can it? I ask? Apocalypse Now. Oh. God! What is Full Wait Metal Jacket? That's Stanley Kubrick's movie about the Vietnam War. Oh, okay. How many movies do there need to be? Just a, generally a lot. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. Wow. Wow. Okay. okay, well, you could tie it up right yeah, now, Colleen. Here, yeah, Colleen, you have to get this point right. Otherwise, I mean, Bradley's going to win the game with that with one, one sound. Oh, lousy, God. sad oh, point. Only one. <sighs> Point away. Stop singing about it. Now, listen <laughs> carefully, both of you. Okay. Our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley correctly identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Jurassic Park. Holly. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, I was like, what? No, well, I'm pretty sure we've both had two before, so it's not our worst one. What did he win? Congratulations, Bradley Trainer! You just won this musty windbreaking suit. Oh, it's windbreaking suit? Yes, direct from the Sears catalog. Oh, well, thanks. It's like one of very few left, Bradley. Oh, do they have any monkeys in there? You know, the pet monkeys. Did they have pet monkeys? Oh, for sure. You could buy Dayton's a had a pet monkey. That's true. But you could buy them from the catalog? You could buy live animals. Mm-hmm. You most certainly could. From the could. actual catalog? From the catalog. Colleen, you could buy a house. Well, yeah, no, I know catalog. that. I don't know why that does not surprise me as much as you could pick out Chickens, an animal and have horses, it delivered. All right, hey, look who's here. Here's somebody who might have actually ordered an animal from the Sears catalog. Give it up for Donnie. Nice to talk about his lady. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hey, Donnie. (laughs) So funny you are. No, but really, truly, what is... Have I ever ordered anything from a Sears catalog? Yeah, what's like the weirdest thing you've ordered from the Sears catalog? I've never ordered anything from a Sears. I've shopped at Sears, but But never ordered anything from the catalog. Did you not love getting, like, catalogs in the mail and sitting there and going through... The wish lists and... No, but never actually 
ordered anything. I would point something out, and my parents would go, no. I would just like to say... <laughs> wow, that so it just worked like no, that. That's like what childhood was, right? Childhood was all about getting your hopes up and yeah. having them crushed immediately exactly, of course. And by remember, your parents. It wasn't just the Sears catalog, JCPenney. Yes. Uh, what was the other big catalog? Uh, um Monkey Zerberts. Ward. Yeah, um, Montgomery Monkey, Ward. What? I think they had a catalog. Those, I think they did too. Those stores are gone too. Oh, I used to love getting the catalogs, yeah. and then right around, right before like Christmas time, it would start like three months. That's before. how I did my Christmas list every year. We did too. We were allowed. Yeah. Each of us had a, our, our own color marker. Um, I think I was red, and my brother was blue because oh. I don't know, blue boy, whatever. Anyway, we would sit down and we would circle all the things that we could dream of from the catalogs, right? And then we'd get them, give them to our parents, and they would tell us that we're not getting any of them. Yeah, because oh, wow. we would yeah. well because we'd always choose like the things that were ridiculous, like that we didn't have room for. Like I probably always wanted like a shed for the backyard because I what? had this escape what? dream of like make shed? yes. To put bodies in? What did you not want? Them? Just kidding. No. Are you dark? Here? No, Are you I, I am kidding. I always wanted to make like a little house for myself in the backyard. Yeah, I did. Okay. I get it. I used to hide in the bathroom closet and then read stories and put up pictures. Okay. In the I used to like just it was sit your in the special place. Yeah. Wow, there's a wow. lot of oh. weird crap going yeah. down now. My parents <laughs> were home and I was hide all in alone. The closet. Sorry, Bradley's having therapy over here. Can we have a moment? (laughs) Anyway, uh, sadly, no more Sears catalog. But here's the good news. There's an Amazon.com, and I'm telling you, no, you can't buy monkeys online. Thank God, because we treat animals better than that today. You can buy most anything. It's true. It's like having your own Sears catalog. I will tell you, though, my children think that just because it's available at all times online, that, that somehow... There's an invisible money. They don't sell the money tree, by the way. I tried yeah. looking for that. No. But my kids are like, yeah, just order it on Amazon. It'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. I'm like, I, yeah. I'm, if only my life had always been that easy. On that note, Lori and Julia coming get up next. Get off my lawn! You get your kids a Neiman Marcus catalog just for No, oh my gosh. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's dangerous. Can I have the airplane? We'll be back tomorrow Thanks, on Bunny. My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433 and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.